You know what really makes us mad is wasting money on CDs with only one or two good songs. Yeah. Tell them about punk. Yeah, we got this CD called Punk. It's loaded with our favorite tunes, man. Yeah. Just listen. Yes, sir. 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 NHL hockey station beginning Sunday evening, October 10th on WUAB TV. I'm stuck with used cars and a headache too. I've really got a headache. We sold more new cars than any other dealer. And we have three acres of three used cars taken in trade. Sales are down in the winter, but I must move them out. So bring me a bottle of aspirin for my headache and I'll give you an extra $200 rebate on any used car cost over $9.95. So head for the hill, one of the hills that is, and come see me, Miller. That's me at C. Miller Chevrolet, 2810 Bishop Road. Between the anus and the gonads. La maudite des vieux I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like you got like glue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. James, do we have con- we have contact? We are here. Let's just do this before we get into things. You just heard "Ecstasy" by the Ohio Players. Before that, "Artificial Fanfare" by Happy Chichester. Before that, "My Kind of Soldier" by Guided by Voices. What do they all have in common? I don't know. Maybe they're all bands from Ohio. But except for the band we played before that, which was Angel Witch, with a song called Angel Witch from an album. James, I don't know if you have the uh, reverb ready. An album called Angel Witch. Oh, yes. One for one. All of which. you're, You're hitting it out of the park. All of which can only mean one thing. Hello, and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me. Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, ceviche lawsuit defendant, and chairman 
of the Stan Makita Fan Club Youngstown Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm electric. Thank you so much for asking and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say the witching hour, Eastern Standard Time, usually from the cozy confines of spacious and specious Studio A. I'm not even sure what specious means. Let's look it up. At WFMU, home of the hits. Did you, James, do you have the, the reverb ready? Go for it. Home of the hits. <laughs> Echo or whatever it is. Located right in the sweaty, sweaty bosom of downtown Jersey City, New Jersey. A great place to build your immune system. But tonight, coming to you. From inside a secret, secret bunker somewhere in Northeast Ohio. I won't, it's a woodsy area. I, I saw some small woodland creatures scampering about. I could see the sea. It's actually just a lake. Anyway, regardless of my secret location, we still have a gravity to finally get program in store for you tonight. I was going to tell you. That sometime caller, frequent listener, and friend of the show, artist extraordinaire, and also son of legendary local Cleveland sports announcer Joe Tate. Mr. Joe Tate Jr. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, James. We'll be swinging by mostly. I, he, he was going to swing by. I thought he was coming, and then uh, he just texted me saying... Uh, Something horrible happened. Well, let's uh, now. Now I've frightened you. Let's see what he said. He hurt his back or something, or is he he's having spasms? I don't know. Maybe he'll call in and explain further. But uh, what it means is I'm alone in this bunker, snackless, just uh, just with enough water to keep me alive for the next three hours, holding things down in the captain's chair at HQ, which is to stay, say, Studio A at WFMU, home of the hits. Did you get the? Did you get it there? I, I missed. I missed that one. I didn't see it coming. Uh, well, it's it's all right. I was I was really uh. That was a test. You're improving. Anyway, that's cool. Holding it down is none other than James Fernandez, aka Des. Evening, Dave. How are you? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Specious means superficially plausible, but actually wrong. Okay, so I was right. Pretty much. Um. So many words to keep track of in the English language. I, I really, I've only got seven or so. And, uh, oh my God, someone's coming at me with like a weed whacker. Vacuum cleaning. Or something. Can you hear that? I can, yes. I mean, there is smoke. I don't even know what that is. I gotta be honest. I'm really, uh, I'm really in a remote area. That's all I'll say. Do you still have daylight out there? The sun, a little bit less. Setting, it's. It, I can see Canada from where I am. That's all I'll tell you. The sun is going down. All right. Uh, there's a crazed killer with a chainsaw or something. It might just be a leaf blower, to be honest. Um, as always, I encourage you and you to go to the chat room at wfmu.org. We're right now. Sexy singles are chatting away about everything and. Nothing at all. Tom Y, Lilith 21, Madam Luke, All Out Scott, Don't Hate Me, 
because I'm beautiful. Ermagerd, slick gold tooth, Dennis D. It goes on and on. Uh, I guess what what would that be, James? They call that the second screen experience. I I believe that is exactly what it is. Yes. When you, I I'm not sure what the first screen is in this case, mm. but uh, but uh, anyway, you see my point. Yes. Um, but what else are I gonna say? Oh yeah, follow me on Twitter at mr dave hill. You can tweet at me during the show. That would be so fun. Uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. Five stars or one star. Nothing are in between. And then I read them to uh, bolster my feelings of self-confidence. To find out more about me and why I'm allowed to even broadcast from a secret bunker. And why I usually have keys to the building. Go to DaveHillOnline.com. Find out. I have a lot of it lot of dates coming up international if you've wanted to see me in your country which is not america i'm coming um anyway we got that out of the way james smoothly I always get add. the plugs out of the way let's get the phone number 201-209-9368 201-209-9368 my lovely and talented secretary shana feinberg is out ah <sighs> I, doing God knows what, but she's been out for a couple of years now, and I, I'm starting to grow concerned. Danny D once again on house arrest, and you hate to see it during a holiday week like this. You know what I mean, James? It's tough, but it might be for the best in Danny's case. That's it the, could be the lesson he needs. Yeah, that, you that, know that's all we should say about it, though. Yeah. Now, so uh, but people can give you a call, James, at two zero one. 209-9368. You're holding it down. I am. And uh, how how is your? Are you, are you off this week? I have when I got Wednesday off. Yeah. So. Oh, look, sick. Looking Just forward to that. Just the one day. Just the one day. You know, I could I could burn a couple vacation days, I suppose, if I wanted to. But we'll just you know we'll take the day. No. Now, why is that? Is it is it because uh. Because it's right in the middle of the week, they're not giving people the 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 two days off, or is this just your own personal choice? I think we would only get the one day anyhow, even if it was Thursday. But then yeah. maybe I'd be tempted to take the one day. But once you start taking two days off, you don't want to go back in for one more day on Friday of all things. So yeah, screw that. This is how we got to get through life. Us working for management. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. What's go- what's going on there in Jersey City? Paint me a picture with words. Uh, the 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 city is getting uh, excited and prepared. There's going to be a big uh, fireworks festival just down the block. The station is sort of in the heart of the party. And uh, tonight on Wednesday, but the oh uh, wow the the lockdown is sort of starting to begin. Uh, the DJs here and the staff are, are worried about how they're going to get in on Wednesday because, like I said, it's in the center of the activity area snoop dog your old friend snoop dog is is uh playing down the block as a headliner for the fireworks concert he is yeah you're gonna miss it oh my gosh snoop dog mm-hmm. he really gets around you know it's uh i guess they came up with the money this time i think maybe that's all it takes it would for me that's snoop dog he's going around making all that money you know he's got Little league football teams to support, and I guess he does. Yeah, I mean he spreads it around. You know, 
You gotta give him that. It, it can't be debated. Do we have any any calls coming in? There, we do have one on hold here. I think I, I have a feeling about it. It's a 50-50, 50-50 roll for sure. Let's see who it is. I'm sorry, who's calling? I'm sorry, who's calling? Stunner dude. Who is it? It's Stoner Dude. Stoner Dude? I believe that's what he said. Wow. You can hear me tonight. Is this, is this the pride of Bensonhurst, ain't Dave? I wouldn't know about the pride. Come on. It's the bongo of Bensonhurst. Are you, stone, are you stoned already? No. Believe it or not, I haven't smoked any weeds today. That doesn't make any sense, Ing Dave. It's 9.30 almost already. What kind of pothead are you? I know. Yeah. What have you done today? What? I'm a what failure at being a pothead. You what? Failure at being a pothead. No, that's not impossible. It's the easiest thing to be a success at. Do they yeah, even call them potheads anymore? Sure. I don't see why not. Is it my phone or... Like put somebody on hold, I assume. Yes, I just, yeah. Anybody who's calling in, I'm just going to throw you right on hold, so don't let it bother you. Yeah. I think your mic don't level let... should be a little higher. All right, all right. Anything else I should Jeez. take care of, Dave? Jesus. I can barely hear you. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Not my phone. This my phone's fully charged. I don't think your phone charge level has anything to do with your uh, the volume in the headset. Does it? You're wearing a headset? No. I'm totally not. Dave, are you wearing a headset? I'm wearing a headset. Well, they're just earbuds. You just sounded better with the when you said earbuds. You sounded louder. Oh, thanks. Well, I'm holding <laughs> this futuristic Skype microphone in front of my face. So what's up, Dave? I'm in Ohio. I just had dinner with my dad. It's all That's coming nice. together for me. How is Dad? He's really good. He had, uh, I think, a chicken burrito, and I had the fish tacos. Fish tacos? He couldn't, he couldn't finish his, so he got it to go, the rest of it. And you finished it? I finished it, yeah. Well, I didn't have the rice, because, you know, I'm trying to watch the carbs. So do without the taco. Well, then what do you eat? what do you eat the contents of the taco with? It's a fork, a spoon. I ah. guess. You're really watching do we the lose, carbs. You don't do have we any, lose any day? What's that? Like twenty grams a day. You do you do what with twenty grams? No, if you're watching your carbs, I'm not watching them. They're watching me. You're stoned now, aren't you? No. Maybe that, I promise. Maybe you should be. I don't know. Just, I know I should be. Well, do you have the do you have the bong with you? Just hypothetically. Well, actually, yes. Not hypothetically. It's here with dirty bong water. 
I'm not encouraging. Is that what you want to hear? Or would you rather me putting calls on hold, multitasking? I can hear that, you know. Me? No. I'm not putting calls on hold. I don't have any power. Dez is doing it. Yeah, that was me. Could you hear it, Dave? No. I'm, 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 I'm in this bunker. I, it's only, I'm crouched. It's maybe about four feet high once you close the lid. And I don't have a chair, so I'm sort of standing. You got like a ventilation fan? Hopefully. There's like a little crack in the thing. All right, that'll do. Now you wouldn't have wanted to be in my room about a half an hour ago. What? What's that? I let out some gas, and it's, it's a room clearer. Did you free yourself? No. I inhaled. Okay. I think that this might be 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll do the uh, top of the hour station ID. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. All right. Thanks, Sing Dave. The pride Later, of Bensonhurst. Got a the couple. grown man is disgust inhaling his own farts. I feel like that's as good a time as any to move down the line to the next call. That's... Who do we have? Let's see here. Caller, you're there? Hello there. Yeah. Hi, Hello. Dave. Hi, James. This is Joe. Joe. I... Joe, where are you calling yeah. from? Joe Tate, I can't, I can't hear you guys real well. Wait, this is Joe Tate, my Joe yeah. Tate. I can barely. Joe, we're hear all very Dave. worried. I don't know if you heard. What's that? You've apparently, you suffered a back spasm. I suffered a back spasm. I was literally on that? my way to the car, and my back went out, and I went down the stairs basically, and I had to crawl back up and crawl into bed. And so here's that's where I am right now. This is the saddest story ever told. I know. I at least I can I can contribute to the drinking game anyway. I I was a jerk and I was on the ladder all day painting, so I think that's probably what did it to me. You got to stretch before and after such strenuous activities, Joe. That is so right, James. That is so right. Well, the thing I, I have an exciting new uh, exercise regimen in my life, and I think I've been. Uh, Maybe overdoing it a little bit. What sort of exercise are we talking? I've gotten back into running. I've done that, uh, you know, in a, any sort of prolonged fashion since I was in the army. So it's. Uh, How do know. you run in your original boots from the army? No. no. Yeah. No. Did they really make you run like ten miles in army boots when you're in the army? No. No, they never did. It was all you were. In, you had these um, ridiculously short, sort of uh, Terry, like uh, like jersey cloth. Um, running shorts, hot pants. Shirt that said "Army" on it, and you had to carry a canteen and a flashlight. Why a flashlight? I think I think it because when you were all together, you looked sort of like a giant vehicle, and because you're running on the road at like three in the morning, and so cars could see the the whole formation of. Like, Why did they have you running so late? Well, I was running so early, yeah. Like, it, and it was it was Georgia in the summertime. So by wait know, running so time. early, you mean they got you up that early in the morning to start your day? Oh yeah, yeah. For well, for big runs like that, yeah. Usually it was about five, oh. four thirty, five o'clock. 
How but far would the run be? What's that? How far would the run be? Like at the beginnings, the run were fairly short. I think by the end, we were like the longest I ran, and I was kind of, you know they kind of broke it down into skill groups, and you kind of had the gold group, the silver group, and the brown group, and I was very solidly within the brown group of runners. So like ten miles is about as far as I ever got. But the That's more advanced far. runners went, you know, a lot farther than me. Well, that's why we're number one. That's exactly that. Exactly. That sort of can-do attitude. I, I contributed other things. I had other. I had other areas of, of talent. Sure, no one's doubting that, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. That makes me feel better. Now, we're all we're all pulling for you. We're all praying for you. What is? How will you? Uh, what do you do? Just take like an Advil or something for this back spasm? Yeah, pretty much. I think I just have got to kind of lay here for a while and hope it, uh, you know, it it resolves itself. I can maybe get a get something that's going to relax the muscles a little bit. I think is really the best way to go. I've I've never had what it knocked down, knock me down like this. I've had it. They've been sort of, you know, uh, last couple of days. I've been abs here and there, but this is the this is the worst it's been. What if you just had some scotch or something? What's that? Some scotch. Scotch would be good. I think, I, yeah, I think I, yeah, a bourbon would be would be ideal. But yeah, anything with uh, with high alcohol content, I think is uh, is a, a prescribed for later in this evening. If I can get out well, of well, I'm I'm, I'm going to award this two drinks. Yeah. Oh, excellent. If you're excellent. playing the drinking game. Yeah. So, there you oh, have yeah. it. Well, we're all pulling for you. You're a profile oh, encouraged, Joe. Well, thanks so much. Thank and you. you have you you know where the secret bunker is, though I trust you not to disclose it. I would, but I would, if you know, they would, you have yeah, I, almost I'm two and a half hours in, to get in out resisting here. Resisting interrogation techniques, so I, I can, you know, you'll they'll never they'll never get it out of me. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, keep up the good work, Joe. Well, thank you so much, Dave. I'll talk All to right. you later. All right. Hang in there. All right. All right thanks. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Right, Des. Dave. What's going on there? We got another call if you'd like. Yeah, the number here is 201-209-9368. It's always very strange staring out into the abyss. Talking to yourself. I, I, I forget there are really nice bay windows in this secret bunker. <laughs> Not too bad for I, I left out that detail. That sounds pretty nice then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's picturesque and picaresque. Um, yeah, let's take this call. Carl, are you there? Yeah, is that me? That's you. Hey, yeah, is hey, it's Niels. Niels, the pride yes, of Merrickville. Sir. Yeah. The pride of Merrickville, Canada. Totally. But to always, you're, it's like music uh, to the ears or something. I don't know. I think I've, I've been, there's a gas leak here, so I'm not, I'm not sure if I said that right. What's going on in Merrickville? Oh, just winding down after hour-long weekend. I mean, Canada Day was yesterday, so. Oh uh, yeah. Just, you know. Wait, Sorry. Canada Day was yet. What is what does Canada Day entail? Do you guys blow stuff up? What happens? Oh yeah, there was probably the best fireworks show that I've ever seen just here in Merrickville, and like I'm not a fireworks guy, but. 
I was enthralled, amazed, goosebumped. So it, it was it was nice, but that's just the Did, end of it. Usually, it's just like you know a lot of parades and uh, some people get into the beer. Is it um? Do they play Rush the whole time during the fireworks? No, no, the uh, the triumph, triumph, actually. They do. <laughs> no, not at all. Bachman Turner Overdrive. They had a they had a little bandstand set up with some local Chilliwack. Talent. Hello. Yeah, no, I was just rattling off, going down the list of bands that I was hoping that they were playing during the the Canadian fireworks. Uh, what does Canada Day celebrate? Young, is it just but, is uh, it just a is it just a blanket holiday, or is it like a celebrate like when Canada defeated uh, Alaska in the fight of their lives or something? Uh, truly, I don't know what uh, the exact origins. It may be the signing of uh, Confederation, but uh, just. You know, it falls nicely on July 1st, which this year, you know, happened nicely oh, it's, on a Sunday. So. It celebrates the anniversary of July 1st, 1867, coming yeah. into force of the Constitution Act. Yeah. Which united yeah. the three separate colonies of the province of Canada, Nova Scotia, and New Brunswick into a single dominion within the British Empire called... Anyone care to guess? Canada. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, yeah. It was hiding in plain sight. Nils, you you, you weren't able to guess that? I can barely hear you, man. Your bunker must have walls that are able to win. Oh, man. I'm sorry. The technology is not what, what it needs to be. <laughs> it's funny, I can hear you fine on the uh on the stream, but uh the cellular path it seems to be a bit shattered. Wow, this is hell. I was just dropping some science on Canada Day. We'll get it next time. Yeah. What else going well. what else is going on up there in America? Are you in the garage right now? No, no. I'm uh in my uh, chambers, just, you know, prior to sleep, but yeah, you have to get up early. Yeah, but it's becoming easy. It's just becoming the way, you know. So squeeze in a little hello, and then uh, you know, drift off. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, on behalf of Des and the people of. The United States in general, we'd all like to wish you a happy Canada Day. Well, I thank you, and I thank all the people of the United States for that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's nice the way they fall close together, both uh, July 1st and 4th. You know, we should almost have like a Can-Am Bridge Day. I'd like to see like it. Second or third, we all just meet at the border and like exchange. It's it's probably not going to happen anytime soon, though. Not in light of recent developments. Oh, 
I mean, I hate to say it. Um, now, are there any f- foods that are special to um, Canada Day? Um, I wouldn't think so beyond the regular Canadian cuisine. Uh, but like a lot of big events, you know, it's just the, uh, people just seem to be throwing hot dogs at you wherever you go. So, Do they do that sort of- thing where they, they tie a hot dog to a string? And then cover the hot dog and mustard, and then connect the string to like, I think it's like a stick or something, and it swings in the air. And then uh, a guy on a Harley has his biker babe on the back, and then he cruises by, and she tries to eat the hot dog. Do they do that? Yeah, kind of, but it's different. They it's instead of a Harley, it's a riding lawnmower. And uh, <laughs> after, oh, man. after the incident of uh, 2014, that hot dog lady is no longer allowed in Maryville. I was going to ask about that one. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it, it made it made uh, bigger news than just the local paper. Let me say that. But, Wait, uh, what? What? What happened? Well, I don't know, Dave. I could probably keep going with this section, but uh, we, one can only assume bad things. You know, hot dogs and man and lawnmowers. But uh, no, it's just, it's just like a regular sort of you know national holiday, and it used to be like the day that everyone would get totally tanked and. Uh, Yes, probably listen to Rush and all the myriad of other uh, rock bands that form the Canadian cosmos of pop music, but uh, it becomes tiresome almost after a while, you know, as the years go on, and uh, you just enjoy it, the, the smaller smaller things. Everybody's hosting barbecues, so it's just, you know, a lot of going here, going there, but secretly wishing that you were at home in the garage, you know. I'm going to, next Canada Day, I'm in. Yeah, come on up. And, uh, I'm not holding it back. Season for poutine. I know that's what you're angling at with your uh, question, I'm sure. I know. So, Was that so hard as to just bring up poutine? <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it's like falling for the hot dog trick. I gotta let it, uh, gotta let that marinate a little bit out there, but yeah, like seriously, I had that poutine on last. I was on the Quebec side, up in the hills, zip lining. Oh yeah, you 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 were texting me about some high end poutine that you had. Oh, it's not high Can end. Ele- it's just it was just cooked to a temperature. Delicious. And oh my god, it was it was sinfully good. If I can use that crappy cliche, but please. Yeah, no, it was. Don't we all back. sat down like. Like this gigantic clutch of eight-year-old girls that were there for my daughter's birthday, and my wife and I, and we all just hovered around this gigantic vat of gravy and curds that had melted into curd liquid or curd lava, and then once in a while you'd get lucky if you sunk into an actual French fry, but uh, everybody was, you know, happy. Oh, keep talking. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this guy would probably want me to, you know, 
advertise for him, but it's, I don't know, it's a pretty cool little town on the French side there, old Chelsea, just outside of Ottawa, and uh, a lot of outdoor activities to do there, plus, you know, the decadence of roadside poutine. Do they speak French there? Yeah. Oh, yes. And, and you can tell sometimes if, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's you know, the French that they speak among themselves or, um, you know, it's, if it's an easier, less accented uh, version for uh, basically unilingual people like me. But, you know, we, we hammered it out once, you know, obviously money and poutine are involved. Everyone is just working to get the thing done so yeah it's beautiful up. Hello? wait we lost him James did we lose him yeah he's here can you hear oh. me this technology we gotta get it get it where it needs to be I'll let it go you there Des yeah I'm here man yeah can Dave hear it or is it all, is it all done oh I can hear now Oh, I'm back. Well, there you go. I'm better than ever. Everything as yeah. it should be. There's a lot of gas fumes uh, filtering into this bunker. Maybe it's the wild mists coming off the lake I, ocean beside you. I've lost a lot of blood. Well, I'm losing sleep. So I will bid you a good night, gentlemen. <laughs> have a uh, have an awesome show. We'll edit that part out. Put some action music under it. Well, l thank you for calling and thank you for this for the Canada Day update. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll more call from the fly next time, hopefully, and record it or something. Please. All right, All keep right, up. Guys. We'll talk to you soon, Niels. Yeah, have a good evening. Yeah, Niels has some job he has to get up early for. It's almost like. It's like Joe Tate in the army or something. That's lousy, having to get up for a job. Oh, man. I got it pretty easy, I got to say. I have a, a very soft start time. If I, As long as I get there by 9.30, I'm all right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Take advantage of it when I can. Got a couple more call, uh, cool. calls on hold, if you'd yeah. like. Let's take some more calls. Sure. Let's, let's, let's ride this right into the 10 o'clock hour, and then... Maybe we'll, we, you have some jams queued up, don't you? I do, I do. Call you know, it. we move a little slower out here in Ohio. It's all right. Things are slow here tonight because of the heat, so everything's on pace. Oh, yeah. Call, are you there? Hey. I'm here. Is this Scott, formerly of Otisville? Yes. Hey, Dave. Hey, Des. What? Hey, Scott. How's it going? Um, pretty awesome. Uh... I got to shout out the guys at Otisville, uh, especially Mike. As a, I hope he's listening. As because, who? Uh, Mike. Um, he uh, he helped start me on this venture that I'm on, and uh, things are going pretty amazing. Wait, that that's cryptic. What is the venture? Uh, the farm I'm working on. With the tomatoes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, this farm I'm working on is a museum. Uh, he's got farming. Well, which is it? It's both. Uh, okay. It's a farm with a museum on it, a literal, actual museum 
there's farm equipment on here from the 1800s. Um, oh, and wow. And it's not like broken junk. Like, this stuff still works. Like, horse-drawn and, and mule-drawn and uh, early 20s stuff. Um, like, it's amazing, the equipment that's here. And uh, the tractors are... Like, they have tractors from, like, the 30s that look like they're brand new, and they fire right up. And Do they, they have one of those cotton gins? Um, you know, I, I'm sure I'm sure they've got something like that there. Um, because he's, he's got equipment from all over Long Island, all the farms all over Long Island. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's, there's combines. Wait, Scott, did we lose him? horses and stuff. Um, but, uh... It's uh, it's interesting. the The guy that owns the place, well, 80, Scott, he's eighty five. Where does this leave the drywall business? Um, Excellent question, Dave. That's uh, that, right now. I'm not doing question. anything with the drywall because I want to get the get the farm going. You're out of the drywall game. I'm not entirely out of the drywall game. In about a week or so, I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back doing that because I got to make money. Uh, I'm not going to be making any money on this farm probably until next year. Maybe may, I might start with this winter because it's looking like they're going to allow me to do firewood here. And if I can, if I can do firewood, then uh, then I'm going to be making really good money. Is that where the sweet money is in firewood? Uh, yes, um, I have uh, uh, um, an ex-cousin. He's we're, we're divorced now. Um, but uh, I used to do firewood with this guy. His family did firewood, and the money that we made in a short time doing firewood was—it was crazy. And uh, so while I was in prison, uh, I was telling the guys, you know, I would love to do that when I get out. I'd love to find a place because you need a big area where arbor companies can come, you know, tree companies can come and drop off the, the trees that they cut down, so that I can then split sure. it into firewood. Uh, and. The, uh, this farm, the guy that owns it, he's 85, and uh, his daughter, um, she's uh, in her 50s, um, but she was in a car accident about 20 years ago that she barely survived. Um, so between the two of them, they're having a really rough time with this farm. And now with me there, we can get things done. And they're almost giving me carte blanche to do what I want to do because together they really can't do anything well you know not to interrupt but i have a quick question sure when you work on this farm do you do that thing because you know there's the farmer and the farmer's daughter yes so you as a farm hand do you do that thing where you wear the overalls but leave one of the straps undone like a sexy farm hand or is uh, am I picturing gotta, this gotta wrong? i take it slow. I'm only in my first week. Okay. I guess I'll... You know, I don't know where my head's at. Continue. I shouldn't have interrupted. <laughs> James, you were thinking the same thing, weren't you? My version, he was shirtless under the overalls. But yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my, same here. Mine too. But he's got one one of the straps down. No, and I, it's, I, so, it's I'm, kind I'm of a wearing, I wear jeans and my prison T-shirts. You wear T-shirts that have the prison, name of the prison on them? No, they're just plain white T-shirts. But uh, I had a principal, just because they kept me for so long, 
uh, I was sending home all the t-shirts that they were giving me so that uh, I would have white t-shirts when I got out and now I'm wearing oh. them to work in. Oh, that's a good plan. Do they t- do they sell t-shirts that say like Otisville? Like in the gift shop? Unfortunately, no. They'd probably make a killing though if they did. I know. I mean, everybody's got to be a hot ticket item. I would like one. Maybe Wade could work on that. You know what? That's a brilliant idea. What What are the legalities if we uh, made shirts that said uh, property of Otisville Correctional Facility? Um, I don't know. Uh... I mean, it's a state thing. So. I, I think if you change the spelling of Otisville, you could probably get away with no, it. No, that ruins everything. Just go ahead and make the damn shirts, Wade. How about Otisville? Uh, Where'd you get is, that is shirt? Wade, is Wade Village? out there? Do we know? I'll send out a call for him. We'll have to dig in, do our research, find out. I went to Otisville and all I got was ramen. That's what Madam Luke says in the chat. Well, this is a good idea. Maybe if we do a patch set next year, there'll be an Otisville patch. And it'll just be like uh, the Watchtower. I'd love to have a picture of that. I painted it. I. It's doable. Yeah. Drive up, snap a picture without them knowing. They get really upset if I, you take pictures. People always the, want to of, take pictures of their family coming out. And they're like, no, 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 no pictures. They're really sensitive about that. Wait, who takes pictures of what? Well, when people are picking up their family when they're coming out, you know, they like to take pictures of those first moments coming out of prison. Sure. Guards, Can you blame them? Come running up. No, 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 no pictures. Why? Security reasons. They're really sensitive is the, about that. Is the is the um, where is the gift shop? Is it inside the prison or is it on the outside? The gift, well, the gift um, right now the gift shop exists entirely in our minds. Wait, they, there's no gift shop whatsoever at Otisville Prison? No, surprisingly. This is a remarkable missed opportunity. Sure. I think Every just... Every weekend li- you got visitors coming in. They should sell trinkets. I visited my brother at Otisville and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. I mean, just listeners of this show alone think of... The money, I mean, it's crazy. Well, we'll have to make our own Otisville merchandise. Sure, I'm down, I'm game. I know how to spell it. Right. That's half the battle. Des, are you there? I am, Dave. I have to share with you. Let's give the nut phone number out. Do we have any, any 201-209-9368? Uh, 
Scott, before I forget this, I need to... Des, have you seen the headline? As, as anyone who uh, keeps close tabs on James Fernandez, a.k.a. Des, he's uh, quite a fan of the Black Crows. Is oh, it yeah. safe to say? That's very safe to say. No, what headline well, are you speaking? Well, I read ex-Black Crows guitarist Rich Robinson says, I don't have a brother anymore. Ooh. That's cold stuff right there. Yep. Hmm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start. Where'd you see that? Um. He said it's on blabbermouth.net. That's the place. Rich for once it. again said that there is little hope for a reunion of the group he formed with his older brother, singer Chris Robinson. Being in a band that seems a lot more functional now. That's Magpie Salute. Right. I would really never. I would really. Wouldn't really ever want to wish to play in the Crows again, he said. It's too toxic. I don't have a brother anymore, he continued. I don't speak to him. We don't speak. I haven't spoken to him in four years. And I think that is what it is. So I would never go down that road again. That's too bad. But what he's doing now is top-notch stuff, so he's not letting it slow him down, that's for sure. Man. Oh, it continues. It, it's a shame that it became about money, which it did, regardless of how Chris wanted to spin it or whatever it was, or he can go on Howard Stern and say that I'm in a cover band or whatever he does and says and then puts together a cover band with musicians that never played on Black Crow's records to tour like he did last year or this year. Ultimately, he wanted everyone's money. It goes on. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's really a shame that they're that far apart, regardless of the music. You know, you've got siblings, right, Dave? Sure, I do. Yeah, it's uh, we've never been in a band together, though. You don't want to be at odds like this. I mean, it's I know it's I'm the oldest of four, and when I deal with my younger siblings, I'm always kind of dealing with them as you know, five and six year olds. So I, it's tough. My my frame of reference, you know what I mean. Yep. Well, where do you stand? Are you on Team Rich Robinson or Team Chris Robinson? Overall, Team Rich. Chris is doing all right stuff, but I'm uh, definitely, definitely Team Rich. If I had to pick a side, see, I'm I'm on Team Chris Robinson because he was on the show. Right. Well, we're working on that. We we're trying to do what we can to make magic happen. But uh, yeah, that makes sense too. He's he's the one you have a connection with. We're we're very close friends. If you want a noodle, then you go hang out with Chris. If you want a rock, then, you know, check out Rich. Just saying. I guess that's that's where they... Now, where do you stand with Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher, or neither? Uh, I don't really have a dog in that fight. I don't know. They're, they, they're both kind of insufferable. In, in See, that's own, not the right answer. In their own way, they're a great band. Saw them a couple times, actually with the Crows. But uh, I would which, have liked to have seen that. Which one is the uh, Noel's the singer, right? I was gonna mix. No, them. he's a guitar player. All right, then. Uh, who also sings? Yeah, I might, I might lean Noel. You know. Yeah, that's. I'm on Team Noel. Yeah, at least he knows some chord changes, not like the other guy. Sure. Liam is really cool man, on oh, stage, man. though. The way, like, when he kind of, 
I don't know. He's if got, you, yeah. Just the attitude. He's got some, yeah, he's definitely got the, the sweet. The, he's got the poses down. Yeah, he's got that sneer. That like, can't be debated. Like the crowd is just disgusted. or he, he just, you know, He's disgusted by his own crowd. That's the way. Yeah. That's the sweet spot. Well, I got well, Do you want to do the station ID or is Zing Dave going to do it? Scott, we should probably. Uh, can you call yeah. back in 20 minutes? Absolutely. Later, Scott. Excellent. Take care, Thanks for the update. All right. Bye bye. I got a couple calls on hold, but I don't know which one's Zing Dave, so. I'll play Let's with... roll the dice. Okay. Call, are you there? Hello, David. Hello, you're on the air. Who is this? It's Colin here in Victoria. It's Colin in Victoria. You remember? We were talking this, about Richard. It's Curry. our second so, Canadian call of the night. This is massive. Yeah. Wait, what's that? Well, it's, it's Canada Day weekend, as you know. Oh, I sure do. Yeah. So. Uh, what's going on? With poutine, yeah, well... I was kind of pissed today because, like, the poutine I like, um, you actually get at Costco. Wait, you can get poutine at Costco? Yeah, it's, it's Costco's different here. Um, it's, like, it's cheap, man. It's, like, half the cost of, like, at the regular poutine place. And you get the scintillating ambiance of Costco. Did you just say scintillating ambiance of Costco? Yeah. Yes. You don't hear those words together very often, do you, Des? That's that's what happens when you bring Canada into the conversation. It gets classy. Oh man! Wait, so is it ready-made poutine, or do they make it there on the spot? They make it artisanal style, right in front of you. Oh man! Now, is it true though that the further you stray from Quebec, the more the poutine goes downhill? Absolutely. And I lived in Montreal for many years. And uh, poutine, here's the difference. In Quebec, you can get poutine with, with the real cheddar cheese curds that have not been refrigerated. And when they're not refrigerated, they have this different texture. They squeak when you, when you eat them. Like I heard that's, what, that's, that's the mark of quality, a squeaky cheese. You want a squeaky uh, curd. It's not a cheese. That's the other thing is they'll put, if you, the further away you go, They'll start using like weird ass cheeses, you know, Monterey Jack or something, or American cheese, whatever that is. Oh, and they can uh, go straight to hell. No, it's not a pizza, man. I'm enraged. So, yeah, curds taste different. So yeah, and then the, the oil, the, the grease, and all that stuff tastes different, and they make the patat uh, in a different way too, right? So at Costco, they use this like uh, industrial, whatever French fries, but in Quebec. They chop them up in a different way. I don't know. It, it tastes different in Montreal. But you, you want to go to uh, La Belle Provence? Uh, the, uh, that's a chain there. It's a good one to go to. My favorite place was uh, Rasputin. Rasputin, it was ca- it's called? Yeah, Rasputin. Uh, is that is that like a, a Jamaican poutine place? Yeah, it's a poutine place. It was... At the corner of, uh, I think it was at Saint Laurent and Rue uh, Saint Catherine. Uh, I used to, I, I lived, I moved away a while ago, so I, I kind of went to graduate school there and never left. And then, um, and then I was there during the hipster boom in the '90s. 
And, I, I love that hipster boom. There was a hipster boom, yeah. Like, Vice Magazine popped up. They were like my neighbors. I went to school with those guys. And uh, uh, basically, there was nothing I'm to do sorry. in Montreal except heroin or make a magazine. So you had to pick your sides, you know? Sure. Wh which did you pick, Vice or heroin? <laughs> uh, I... I didn't really pick either. I, I sort of was with Vice a little bit. I helped him on the first couple of things, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't a good fit, but uh, you know, you know how it is. Oh sure. I helped him with the first uh, do's and don'ts, though. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. I wrote a few of those. Yeah, it was something. Yeah. In my, in know, it was my an interesting time, place to be in Montreal. But uh, anyway, I had to get away. So I moved to Montreal, uh, no, uh, Victoria, that's where I am, Victoria, yeah. And uh, there's, a, there's a proud uh, old punk rock scene here, well, it's long ago, but, but there, was a, there was a scene here at one time. That's what I heard. Yeah. There's yeah, also, I, I was amazed in, in Victoria, British Columbia, there was a, 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 a um, brick and mortar establishment where you can mm -hmm. play bingo every single day. And they don't do anything life? else there. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? No. What, what was the song again? You could hear what? There's a place where you can go play bingo, and it's not its not like a place oh. that has bingo on occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, That's the only thing, thing that ever happens there. Yeah. yeah, it's a hipster thing. Like, hipsters are uh, doing bingo. It's like, uh, well, basically, uh, this is a place where people come to retire, right? So... Um, actually, you know, here's the thing. I was looking at a thing in the Wall Street Journal, um, and they were saying that uh, Victoria is the new Portland. Yeah, that's what it said in Wall Street Journal. I mean, they'd know, right? It has to be true. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, younger people are into bingo and RVing and stuff here, and, uh, well, they call it van life. But, uh, yeah, I'm not working and... Uh, living on government money and stuff, which is much easier to do here than in Portland, I think. Yeah, you can't really do that as easily. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you survived Butchard Gardens anyway. Oh, don't get me started. I, I, would, I would, it would traumatize me. Like I, I don't know. I'm really I can't wait to now. tear that place a new one in my new book. Yeah, no. <laughs> was there anybody under like fifty on your tour bus or whatever it was? Or? No, it's it's Bouchard Gardens. I think we talked about this already. It's like a it's yeah. like going to it's like if if someone's aunt was like set free to plant rose rose bushes everywhere, <laughs> and then they charge you like fifteen bucks to get in, but it's too late. Because you think you're going to be able to pet a monkey or something, but you don't get to pet a monkey. It's no. just more and more roses. It's not, it's, no, it's not. You, I think you might have confused it with bush gardens, which is in Florida. Yeah, that's I how they get you. When I was a kid with my mom, and they had free beer, and they had spigots that were unattended. And I remember like thinking, America is the greatest place in the world. They have free beer and like parrots and stuff and flying all over the round. It's, it's amazing. But yeah, there's nothing. It's kind of like the opposite of bush gardens. It's butchered garbage. Yeah, yeah, boost, no yeah. It can suck it. I did get to go to a petting zoo that had goats, though, so it kind of made up for it. Yeah, there's a couple of those. 
did they let adults touch the touch the goats? They let this one. I went in there, rubbed okay. up on them for a good long while. <laughs> yeah. I was free, for the first time in my life, maybe. You touched a goat. Yeah. Well, a lot of them. I mean, there's the photo evidence on my Instagram page. Right. Me frolicking with goats, being free with my body. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, did the, I mean, the goats make funny noises. Uh, did you Have you seen any of those uh, goat videos on YouTube? That's, well, that's pretty much all I do all day. You talk to goats. I'm goading watch, it up all YouTube. the time. Okay, yeah. Well, who doesn't? You know, that's what else. What else is there? Yeah, it's YouTube's actually better than television now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. If you like goat-based content, <laughs> then yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Well, you, you get your own TV station. Like, I don't know. I'm thinking of starting a channel. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it seems like you can monetize almost anything. Get Make you it like a, a goat-only right? channel. Now you get a Patreon, people send you money. I got to do that, but I don't know. Why not? I mean, look, if Kevin McInnes can have his own channel, anybody can. Believe me, I used to know that. Who? Gavin McInnes. He was one of the oh. founders of Vice Magazine back in Montreal. I used to... I used to know him too. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. He was on the show a few times before he uh, went to the dark side. He really went on the dark side. Yeah, I remember the early days at Vice. And, let's uh, let's not even discuss. He him. actually hired me for a little bit. I was to fix his computer, and then I broke it. Good, good yeah. for you. Well, he thought I'm a he thought I was a spy or something. And I don't know. Things got ugly. Well, I'm glad you broke his computer. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to do we we got to do the like, station uh, ID. Skinhead Nazi uh, punk band. Right? I don't know. In the early days, anyway. Yeah, it didn't fit in with my political philosophy. At the time. Yeah. Let's not let's not even just give it any attention. Oh, yeah. Okay, let us look on the. Yeah, on your show, you mean you look at the, the bright side of life, right? You look at you talk about happy, fun things, right? Yeah, that's it's why not, I'm here. It's not about hardcore politics. I mean, neither is WFMU. Well, we got it. Don't no profanities. I got that one. <laughs> you got it. You caught that. Yeah. We got we got to do the we got to do the station ID. Can you call back in twenty minutes, Colin? Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to hit reset. But right. thank you for two Canadian calls in the, in an hour. Not bad. That, uh, that yeah, feels good, here. always. We're your friends. It's like a hot bath after a, a long day. Well, we the way we see it, you're part of our country, but you guys wanted a divorce a long time ago. But, uh, you know, we can get uh, back together. I think, our, to call I think a, a, good ch- a good chunk of our country is ready to come join you guys. Yeah, why not? We all be one big Canada, right? Oh yeah. Cool. No. I would love it. Yeah, I think it'd be way cool. Poutine everywhere. Yep. By law. 
poutine in yes. every pot. It's in our constitution. Everybody gets poutine. It's like uh, all right, yeah. we, right. we got to do the station right, ID, so I'll, we're going to uh, let you go. Get, feel free to give a call back later. All right. All right. Keep up the good work. Should we do this? Should we see if this is Zingdave on hold? One chance. If not, we'll do the ID before we get chatting. Hold on. You there, caller? You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show, WFMU, uh, WMFU, Mount Hope, 91.9 in New York City in Rockland County, and in the little matrix of the matrix at WFMU.org. Oh. I heard some reverb there. Like that was beautiful. Tonight. Yeah, considering that, that uh, I just had some hooter. You had what? Some hooter. You forgot what, what that is. What does that mean? I think I think that's a callback to uh, Sarah from Kansas City, right? Right. Yeah, you she, got it. She was out there with the hooters. Yeah. Oh, like hooter. some weed? Yeah. Do we do we have any? Does anyone out there know what where Sarah from Kansas City is? Have not heard hide nor hair from her. Me neither. Man, oh man. She wouldn't take my man, phone call. Man, oh man. I stopped calling. That's how you handle that, ain't Dave? Wait, you have her number? If it's the same, yeah. Why? Why? I would. Oh, I can't even get into this. Yeah, don't think about that. I'll look like the bad guy in this if you want her number and call on the air. She won't even answer it anyway. Oh, man. I'm enraged. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. You play some jams. I got to do some crunches. We got to play some jams. Cool. James has some stone cold jams queued up. Talk to you later, Ing Dave. Yeah, later, guys. Hey, Dave, can you call? Can you call in a little bit? Sure. Maybe, maybe twenty minutes. <laughs> I was wondering if it was twenty or not. Yeah, see what I did there. Oh, hey. one of the greats. Yeah, you made me think about it. Yep. Well, that's what this show's for. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen a little deeper. All right. Keep up the good work. Hey, you too. Bye. Later. All right. We got it. I wish we could call Royal. It's like, you're, let's call Royal Liquors. You're itching to do it, aren't you? Yeah, you just don't. I just have to say hello. You're on the air really fast, so they don't know what I just said. Legally, you would be covered. If I just did that, I think so. Yeah, that's all the, right. Okay, great. Call them. Right, hold on. Let me get the. Not sure. I think I got the right one here. Hold oh on. man. Let's see this. Okay. We'll hold music. Oh, I like that. getting me worked up. Dave, when you dialed out here before, do you use the gray phone or just the keypad on the box? 
Oh, I just used the keypad on the box. I'm not afraid. We're sorry. Oh. Your call did not go through. Oh, Jesus Christ. Try that again. Hold on. This. It's ringing. Okay. Calling Royal Liquors. In Kansas City, Missouri. Is it Kansas City, Kansas? I believe Missouri. Missouri. Always screw that one up. What could they possibly be doing? Might have gone out of business. I don't want to live in this world. Google says it's usually not too busy right now. Do you think they know the number now? <laughs> they don't take calls from Jersey anymore? Block block the number. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Might not be worth it. I don't know. Nobody's home. Can you just call any liquor store? Sure. Just need to get it out of my system. I don't know what's going on with me. Let's see. Pick a town. What city? Kansas City, Kansas. I really have a good feeling about this. Uh, they're closed, closing soon. There's another one. Oh, hell. All right, how about the... Uh... I really like this Spanish guitar you have in the background. It, it's uh, it's the Beatles. Well, it's it's, it's not else. them playing though. Correct, correct. Let's see what happens here. Maybe they know what happened to Royal Liquors. Yeah, maybe words out. Oh, oh wait, um, no, it's, they should be open still. Oh, screw it. Thank you for calling Gomer's Fine Wines and Spirits. You've reached the south location at 99th and Holmes in Kansas City, Missouri. Our normal business hours are 8 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Monday through Thursday. 8 a.m. to... That's Central time, they should be open. That's what I was going to ask them. They're dodging. I don't know. Might be too hot for booze and KC. I don't know. Oh, hell. Well, let's, let's take a break, play okay. some jams, and then we'll come back with guns blazing. Sounds good. All right. All right. What do you got queued up? By the way... I've left it in James's hands. Yeah, I'm responsible to here. Pick out the jams. 
That's not a disclaimer. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a little bit. All right. Here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. You back with us, Dave? Oh, I'm back. I, I, it's Dave. I wasn't sure we were back yet. I, I'm sitting here in the bunker. Uh, lost a lot of blood. Sorry. But yeah, I'm back. Yeah, good. Things got a little heated there. Sorry about that. Those were some... So, now, Danny D just sent me a review which of Royal Liquors. Now, I don't know. Because I, I tried to uh, cross-check this on the internet. What's the information? But, um, he sent me a review of Royal Liquors. That's a one star. Ooh. It says, and and we need to be clear that Sarah from Royal Liquors, I believe, is no longer there. I believe so. So this says, F your new employees. They, they use a, a swear there. F your new employees, lazy pieces of S. That's for another swear. This is all in caps, and mm. there's an exclamation point. Have lived directly behind this liquor store for four years. I've been coming here every single night since I moved to the west side. <laughs> now, this we're learning a lot more about this person. Recently, they, they come there every night, let's be clear. Recently, they hired a bunch of lazy... I, I don't know if I can say this. I think I can. Lazy-ass retards who on a daily basis lock the door and close down before they are supposed to, up to an hour early sometimes. Literally just had one of their new employees tell me, I've been here for hours, I'm tired, F it, ha, exclamation point, that's all in caps. You've been here for hours? Cool, that's your job. You don't like it? Get a new job or don't work and be homeless. Do your job, it's pretty simple, that's what you get paid for. Paid is all in caps. I work 12-hour shifts. You think I whine? He spell. I don't know if this is like a pun or whatever, but he spells wine like the beverage, not with an H. You think I whine and complain to paying customers? Oh, I'm tired. I've been working for a long time, so F it. I'm closing down. No, that's all in caps. Absolutely pathetic. Hire people who are willing to do their job and work for their money. Says Jordan R., who lives behind that I don't know if I would be so brazen as to write a review like that when I live behind the store and if he's there every night they're gonna know who it is yeah it doesn't take a detective to figure that one out no man oh man but he doesn't care anymore he's had it he's had enough now I did a bit more research myself as you know my journalistic skills kicked in Apparently, Royal Liquors is a drive-through. You can, you can get gas and alcohol. How did this never come out during Sarah's calls? Huh? See, they don't have that here in Jersey. Most fuel stops are separate from the booze stops, but you get out in other states, and that seems to be pretty normal, right? Yeah, I'll say. But not hard alcohol. Only beer and wine. Only beer and wine. 
Hmm. Man, oh man. Well, there you have it. I still think we should try calling them again. I mean, we could. Do we have any call? The number here, by the way, is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Do we have any important calls on hold? We do. Hold, please. Carl, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hello. Who's calling? Is this Kevin Bartini? This is Kevin Bartini, first-time caller, long-time listener. How are you, buddy? And and a guest on the show. <laughs> yes, sir. And former guest Kevin on the show. Bar- I think who set a, a record for being the latest guest on your show. I'm pretty sure. No, no. No? Oh, there's been later ones. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Kevin you know, Bartini, I've been bragging you're people uh, over the last for- couple of months that I had this, 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 uh, this honor, this dubious distinction, and now I find out that there are people later. So next time I do don't, in the studio, I'm going to show up a half hour after the show uh, goes off the air. That would be impressive. I think so. That, that I'd like to see. Now, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Bartini, you're from New York City. You have, am I getting this right, a new album out? No, not exactly. I have my two comedy albums uh, that I that I put out previously um, that were self-released, you know, selling at... Oh, you have an album coming out at the end of the month. ...are now released uh, to, to, to a national audience simultaneously. So um, I'm pretty excited about that. Excellent. Now, I'm sorry I stepped on you. Can you repeat that for the listeners? I'm, I'm, in a, I'm broadcasting tonight from a bunker in northeastern Ohio from yes. a primitive device, and um, it's not as slick as what you witnessed when you were with me live in studio. James is there in studio, and I'm, I'm speaking into a, um, a microphone I bought at Royal Liquors in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> so so re- repeat all that if you can, sure. just for it's, the listener. Well, yeah, it's, so it's not a new... I'm not putting out a new album. I have, um, I have two... two full-length comedy albums that I made over the last five years that I sell after shows as CDs and things like that, which are now have been picked up by, uh, by a record label and are being released to a national audience. So they're available online as of, as of right now on iTunes and Amazon, and they'll also be streaming on Pandora and SiriusXM and all that other good fun stuff. So um, this is just uh, oh, making the rounds just to let people know that, that you can you can go out and you can find them, and, and uh, I hope that you enjoy them. Give, can, can you lay some titles on the people? Sure, yes. The titles of the first album is called The Unintentionally... I'm sorry, the first album is called Showing the Horses Who's Boss, and the uh, second album is The Unintentionally White Album. And, I like uh, it. The, the story behind the title of the Unintentionally White album was that it was, um, we filmed a TV special, uh, but the camera guy uh, that we had hired turned out to be uh, complete incompetent and uh, ended up overexposing uh, the, the footage. And so everything was completely whited out. So you could see my, my fig- my, the shape of my body and my shirt, but you couldn't, and my coat, but you couldn't see my face. So we, it was unusable. But uh, and and he was such a 
giant, giant turd about it and un, and just one of the worst people I ever met that I decided uh, the material was too good and that night was too good. So I released it as an audio-only uh, CD and now digital release. And the cover of it is a couple of stills from that night where you can see that I am completely voided out. So it is the Unintentionally White Album. I like it. Not bad, right? You take... That's, you did you get your deposit back from this cameraman? What? Huh? Did you get your deposit back? I did. I did not get uh, get my money back from the cameraman. No, I, I unfortunately did not. But it wasn't a huge uh, amount of money. And by the time, the thing was not only like was he he an incompetent uh, who screwed it all up. Then for him, just we had to fight and almost sue him just to get him to release the footage to us so we could strip the audio from it. And it was this long, long, drawn-out fight. So I was, uh, by the end of it, happy just to have the footage that I paid for that I didn't even have. I had no gas left in the tank to uh, to go ahead and, and fight him to get the get the money back. I just, you know, I just said, oh, to hell with that. Let's, let's move on. This guy sounds like a, a monster. Absolute worst. One of the worst. One of the worst human beings I've ever uh, I've ever had to deal with. Just makes you Whoa. makes you made me sick on on, on so many levels. Uh, was just a just a just a prick. And uh, you know, but but his his staff, the people who worked for him, that's the other reason I didn't want the money back. The, you know, the other camera guys, everybody else he had working, were professional and were cool. And I didn't want you know, I didn't want to take their money back either. So I I appreciated what they did. It was just him and 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 the way he did business. Uh, really bothered me, but I really am proud of the album, and uh, there's a lot of cool stuff on it, and and so you know I'm glad that it's out there. Well, I will make it my life's mission to exact revenge on this guy, I but don't so. you worry I about it. <laughs> I, I I you know what I, I I expect nothing less. I just want uh I just you know I just I just want him to suffer a little bit more. It's been a couple of years, but now just talking about it just raises my ire all over again, and now I'm pissed. Oh, I'm, I'm enraged. I'm enraged. Uh, yeah. Where are you but, calling? Are you are you calling from Manhattan this evening? Yes, I'm calling from uh, I'm calling from my apartment on the Upper West Side here in Manhattan, in beautiful Love. sweltering New York City. Beautiful this time of year. Oh my God! Yes, it's beautiful this time of year between the hours of two a.m. and six a.m. because that's when the heat breaks to uh, about ninety-seven. And then after that, it's unbearable again. That's when I strike. Yes, that's when I strike. That's my, I've actually that's, been spending my evenings literally sitting out from those hours, sitting on a park bench from like 2 to, to 6 a.m., like writing and doing whatever, just because that's when I get my fresh air and, and get some work done and, and no distractions. Except for the distractions of, you know, I've had prostitutes try to solicit me and guys try to sell me drugs and, and other fun stuff. Um, you know, but, but still, it, it, it's is a back. little bit cooler and, and you take the good with the bad. I, I'll take all of it. Hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You it's know, sometimes you got town. some writer's block. So, so that's where the prostitute comes in. Very handy, right? Sure. <laughs> what, what I corner my, is this on? My wife is in the next room and I know she just heard that. So I'll be answering for that one later. It's going to be a long night. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. So how's your life on the road? Oh, well, I'm 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 on the lamb this week. Oh yeah. I'm in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm hey, I'm on the lamb with my dad. Oh, okay. 
Do you yeah. guys uh, do you take turns on the lamb, or is it a? That's I'm mostly doing the lamb until he Your finds the remote, yeah, he's, and then he's just holding the camera. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Fair pretty enough. Much. Fair enough. Well, listen, Kevin. I want to tell yeah. everybody: go get Kevin Bartini's albums. He's a hilarious comedian. Yeah, please. And Thank and they're you. they're available. I, I because of my horrible connection. Mm-hmm. Because of this microphone, I got a Royal Liquors. When they're out ne- later this month, or they're out already. They officially uh, came out June 29th, so I I'm promoting oh, them now. But they are available as of this moment. Days old this fr- this past Friday, so everyone yeah. go out and get them two albums. These are my marching orders to Sounds the people. Great. I hope I, I, I'm I'm expecting a bump of about two million sales. I think off of yeah, the, it's, off of it's the Dave right? Hill effect, and uh, a lot of those sales will be in Canada. That's fine. I you know what? I think the Canadian dollar is stronger than ours, so I'll take those sales as well. Stronger than ever. And I'm probably moving there eventually, anyways. I imagine most of us we are. are. So that's great. We all are. Start to build the fan base up there. I need to draw. Yeah. I need to be able to make money when I'm up there too. Exactly. Well, thanks a lot, Kevin. And um, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling in, and please come in studio sometime soon. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. I'm looking forward to it. All right, and congrats on the uh, albums. Thanks, man. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. Have Bye-bye. a good night. All right. Bye bye. Kevin Bartini, everyone go get his albums, a hilarious guy. A handsome man. James, did I lose you? James has lost a lot of blood, too. I'm here. Oh, you're there. I'm here. Holding it down. Let's give... Do we have any any, any calls on hold? Be my eyes. One just snuck in right now, as a matter of fact, as soon as Kevin was hanging up. The number, let's... The number is 201... 209-9368. I don't know why I said that like some damn pervert. I guess it's because I'm some damn pervert. It's getting late. The feeling is It's getting late. It's getting into a sexy hour. You know, sometimes you just got to start loosening it up a little bit. Just when you said that, literally, Danny D texted me. Oh, sorry about that. Hello? Hello, hey, Dave. is this Danny D on the air? It's Jimmy, I think. Hello, who's calling? Hey, Dave, it's Jimmy. Oh, is this Jimmy, the pride of Carney? Yeah, how you doing, man? Hey, Des. Hey, Danny. I mean, Jimmy. No it's... problem. Close enough. <laughs> how you guys doing? Away. I need to, but before we get into this, I need to clar- clarify, and I'm enraged at this latest bit of bit of news. But Dan, the, the review that I read was from the other Royal Liquors, oh. not the one that Sarah worked at. Hmm. So, um... The research department I'm, dropped the ball. Research, Danny D, is, he's on the road. Mm, likely story. I'm enraged. I believe that was the Kansas, the Kansas City, Kansas one. Oh... I should stab him. I really should. I should stop talking about it and just get it over with and do it. I'm sorry. What were you saying? 
No, I was just saying, how you doing? Oh, pretty, pretty good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm hiding in a bunker. Hey, listen, I don't know if anyone uh, raised it. I, I've been listening on the phone. Um, good. Even though I have the power, I couldn't find the jack to my uh, my radio. So no, I do have I have the air conditioner on, but I wanted to have Jimmy. the the radio on also. Sometimes some things we can just have as thoughts. Huh? <laughs> some things we can just have as thoughts. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Let's let's keep moving. But anyway, no, no. Um, I wanted to mention your performance on June 16th. Uh, I thought it was outstanding. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, it was um, on on. Uh, I'll forget the name of the... Oh, forgive me. Oh, and live from here, here you're talking about. Here and now? Live no, that's from not here. It. Des, help. You were right outside Jimmy, are you Seattle. having a stroke? It's Jimmy, a, are you uh, having a stroke? Huh? Are you having a stroke? Uh, not yet, I don't think. I haven't been imbibing. Okay, um, uh, haven't been doing anything strenuous. Oh, good, good. But anyway, you performed at the the successor to the Prairie Home Companion, right? On live. The name, here. the name escapes me right now, honestly. But you did an outstanding job. Um, I, I I saw uh, your performance. It was about nine minutes and change. But I know you did other stuff, and I'm looking forward to listening to the whole show. Oh, thank you. But that performance was the way you uh, dexterously intertwined the uh, guitar work with the uh, very humorous take on, uh, you know, an, let's just say an ageless, timeless story um, was that, well, outstanding. Well, thank you. Jimmy, I, I really appreciate it. But Wait, wait, wait and, one question. What do you do? What do you call it when you just like hit a chord, but you don't let it kind of float out there? You stop it because you did that a few times during the performance. It was really, you know, because you inter inter intermittently you went between playing a riff or part of a solo and then doing this kind of ramp, and it, it was like you know you kind of like just stopped. I think you were just playing a chord, but then you were like, is there a name for that or no? It's just cool. <laughs> cool. It was cool. Yeah, it's it just cool stuff I like to break out. It, it really was. Now, Jimmy, if I can, uh, I, you know, as anyone who's listened to the show before and has heard you calling it, they're, they're certainly well aware that you have the voice of an angel. Ah, uh, you're too kind. So, you know, as, as much as I'm grateful for you, calling and, and complimenting my work uh i i think it would be a shame to have you uh not sing at least a few bars of uh, something as long as right, we got you on right. the line oh uh, before i do that i want to say happy canada day to nils all his comrades all my brothers and sisters to the north and, and Colin uh, i also want to wish joe tate a speedy recovery 
I hope he feels better soon. He and could be me, dead by now. We don't know. Can I just put the phone know. out a little bit? To... Yeah, let can it just... breathe a little bit if you can. All right, let me just... All right. Would you like to swing on a star? Carry moonbeams home in a jar? And be better off than you are? Uh, uh, that was me, Dave. What, what happened? I tripped over a wire and I, I knocked the cord. That was entirely We lost fault. him? We lost Jimmy on that one. Oh, Jim. Jimmy, if you're out there and if you can hear us right now... I apologize. Uh, give a call back because uh, we'd love to get a few more bars of that if possible. You know how that one ends. Oh, man. That's having, too bad. I was having a good streak, too. Things were going well. Not now, I guess. It sounded really good. Um, what, what else is going on there, James? Let, let's give the number out, 201-209-9368. I want to I tell you uh, an update from Danny D. He says that horrible review that I read was actually from, what, no, Royal Liquors, the third location, one one-star review, and they closed, but... I don't know. There's a lot of really great reviews of Royal Liquors. We had nothing but like, success with them in the past. Like this one by Amanda S. from Prairie Village, Kansas. Uh, Kansas, yeah. Beer or, bo- or beer or booze run at 1 a.m., this is your place. Hmm. I love it. Do it. The number, did I give the number? 201-209-9368. My blood... My blood sugar's really dipping. We're getting to that time. Do we have any any calls on hold? Uh, we do. We do. Hold on. Call, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Hey, Dave. Who's calling and, and where from? This is David Hill, and I'm calling from New York. Oh, my gosh. This is... We were just talking on Twitter. This is... Uh, on the line now is David Hill. Not to be confused... With me, Dave Hill, though we would both understand if you did that. This Happy is, um, I think, David Hill, is this the, this is the first time we've ever spoken, I believe, right? Other than on the internet? Or am yep. I wrong? Yeah. That's right. Um, can you hear me all right? I'm in a bunker in Ohio Yeah, tonight. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah, but it, it, our connection, I don't know if you've, I'm, I'm, James is in studio, but I'm in a bunker in Ohio. I'm on, a, I'm on the lamb this week, a, aka visiting my dad. Um, but yeah, we've had a, a whole lifetime of being confused for one another, <laughs> or at least a couple of years, maybe. I don't know. No, it's been for me. It's been a long time, a lot longer than you, I guess, because you've been, um, you've been well known a lot. For a long time, so my stories about getting mistaken for you go way back. What a nightmare! (laughs) I'll I'll tell you some of my favorite stories. Um, I won't tell you all of them. Now, now, bring. Let's bring. You you are a a writer primarily, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a writer, and and uh, I um, and I. You're also a performer. um, well, I, you know, I did, I used to write at UCB, you know, so I did some sketch writing and, 
And I've done like storytelling, you know, but, um, and I think that's where a lot of the wires get crossed sometimes is in the city. If people invite me to do like a, tell a story or something, you know, to show like that, folks assume it's going to be you because you do a lot of that. And I've been on This American Life and you've been on that show quite a few times. So that's another place where I think wires get crossed. Oh man. It's like, uh. Does anyone ever confuse you from the guy from with the guy from Slade? <laughs> There's too many of us. I, I get confused. I know. By, well, uh, um, yeah. There's sister, the, well, he's the one I, I defer to. Dave Hill, the guitar player for Slade. Right, right. I think. Even and then there's a couple in L.A. For you once. What's that? I think your sister even mistaked me for you once. I think she might have followed me on Twitter before she followed you. I'm not sure if she's even following me yet. <laughs> she, I think she followed me for a while on Twitter, and then when she realized I wasn't you, she she made she wanted to let me know that her brother Dave Hill was also a writer, and I should check you out. <laughs> Actually, oh, I'm, I'm really, aw- I'm very aware of doing it. Some, some PR for me. Wait, so what? what I'm sorry, I interrupted. What was the story you were going to tell? I've got plenty of stories, Dave. I have years. Lay them on me. Where are you from, by the way? Do I detect a hint of a southern accent? Yeah, I'm from Arkansas. I'm from Arkansas originally. Oh my God, James, how how good am I at that? Yeah, you pretty much nailed that one. Yeah, I, I wonder sometimes if it if it's uh, completely disappeared or not. But I guess I still have a, t- a touch. I li- I like it. It's a nice. Uh, it's just like a nice little uh, touch of it. Wouldn't you agree, James? No question. It's yeah. just like a you know a hint of it, a taste. I might I, I might start adopting it uh, myself. I've um with, uh, lived with, in with New your York blessing. Ninety nine, um, so I would have thought that some of this had peeled off by now. I have three kids, and I can tell that they're already developing that kind of really harsh New York accent, and it's it's too bad that they won't grow up in the South and get this syrupy sexy draw oh it's strong <laughs> well, well what uh, what was the story you were going to tell so i first the first these things first started happening to me like when you first started doing this american life i would get uh text messages from people that i hadn't seen in many years you know like people i hadn't seen since like high school or, or send me emails complimenting me on my um on my story i told on the radio so I'd have to send messages to all these people saying it wasn't me and nice to hear from you. <laughs> how, how are you doing? So it helped me connect with a lot of old friends. But um, And then you wrote a book, your first book that you wrote. I remember getting a message from somebody saying that they that they bought the book because they thought it was me. Then they read something, oh, that's something in there. They read a joke in there about prison rape and then they figured out it wasn't me and I think they still liked the jo- the book, but so you sold at least one copy off of my name. I don't know what kind of cut I get well, for that, but I owe you a drink then. <laughs> the um, when I started doing um, uh, when I started doing um, sh- shows around New York City, like uh, you know storytelling and stuff like that, people would always ask me if I was the Dave Hill when I would. Um, get signed up for it and I never knew how to answer that question you know 
because I knew in my heart that they meant you, but I really wanted to be the Dave Hill uh, in my own, well, you know, but I wasn't. You're going to have to get up pretty early to, to make that happen. And then when I, when I started doing, um, when I started writing sketch um, on Mod Night at UCB, which I did for a few years, they listed me on the performer page as David Hill 2. And they never David they Hill stayed that two. way for years. Now that's just a slap in the face. <laughs> well, I, it, was, I, you know, it was a little bit of a humiliation. It, was, it became kind of a running joke with people I knew at the theater because folks just called me David Hill 2 or 2. It became like a... Um, DH2. Yeah, that was my nickname. You know, but growing up as a David, I got that a lot because I would always have like twelve Davids. I'm sure you did too in all of my classes. Yeah. You know, so we're a dime you know, a dozen. Yeah, Davids were everywhere, but David Hills are pretty common too. I mean, they are, especially in New They're York. Every- I mean, there's millions of David Hills. I can't even. My middle initial isn't even enough to pass muster. I can't get email addresses. What's your middle Art. initial, if you don't mind me asking? A. David A. Hill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe that's... I'm David C. Hill. That helps. You could be David A. Hill. I remember, you know, the. It, I actually remember when I first... The first time I met Tom Sharpling, he told me that I should... One of the things he told me was that I should probably write under David Hill to not be confused with you. <laughs> and I took his advice. Because I usually... My friends call me Dave. I've gone by Dave my whole life, but now I... You know, I really think that you've you've been a big part of why I've started going by David the last ten years or whatever. I'm glad I could be a. That sounds more respect respectful than Dave Hill. David, yeah, yeah. I mean, less, David Hill is not familiar. a guy you call to help you put in a, your new deck over the weekend. You call Dave Hill for that. But yeah, are you, David like Hill, who you call to like do a ventriloquism and magic act or. Um, have you seen this guy, Dave Hill, uh, Ventrilo- the hypnotist, magician? Oh, yeah, I took him out years ago. <laughs> he was the Here's, first one I went after. One day I got into my um, elevator in my building in Brooklyn, and my neighbor was there, and he says, um, he said, uh, hey, I'm, I'm coming to your show this weekend. And I just laughed. I said, yeah, that's common mistake that's not me that's another that's another Dave Hill and he thought he goes oh huh and then as we sort of rode on in silence for a few more floors and then he goes that really sucks man I already told all my friends I know you <laughs> well just put him in touch <laughs> he was so sad he was so disappointed that he had bragged to all of his friends that he knew me and they were all going to your show <laughs> well I'm, I hope they had a good time. I mean, you you can't I'm sure answer they did, this but it just Mike, you know this is the this is but you know on my end of things, my na- to watch my neighbor become so you know go from being like so excited to so crestfallen, I let him down in that moment. You know, I really I let him down. He might have been trying to get laid off of that. I don't know. You know, it was. What, you sound like you're handling it all much better than I would. I would have flown into a rage at this guy. I would have strangled him right there in the elevator. By the way, you live in an elevator building. I mean, I I don't even do that. And I'm, you know, I'm the preeminent Dave Hill on this phone call, arguably. 
Yeah, and you don't have to walk walk upstairs? Yeah, I walk up, you know, but you know, that's, I do that just to to maintain a man of the people status or appearance (laughs) or whatever. But then on the flip side, you probably, and you don't have to tell me whether I'm right about this. I'm sure many times you've, you've done something, written something or performed and someone said to you, wow, I sure did enjoy that a lot more than anything I've ever seen by the other Dave Hill. <laughs> no, you know, it's, never it's, it's a two-way street. <laughs> there, it's never happened people are like, before, but... What, what you said, you're, you're saying that has happened. No, I'm saying that's never happened before. Oh, good, I'm relieved. I really was just prompting you to conf- to to make me feel better because no, that has yet to in happen. my heart of hearts, Maybe all I can day. think of is probably that that happens every time you take the stage. <laughs> we thought People you were going to be the other day, Bill, but fortunately, you weren't. You were a funny one. Yeah, you, were <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You, they didn't suffer through the hell you know, of they, seeing me live. That um, when you got this show, it was another. That was another sort of moment. The whole week that. It came out that you were going to take this slot. I got so many tweets tweeting at me, congratulations at me, and I was like, uh, this is the guy's handle that you're looking for, not me. <laughs> so that was yeah. fun. Well, I got to ride that I'm way. I'm sorry. With you, it, you, you're handling all of this much better than I would have. I know I already said that, but well, I would have had a long to time coming, man. I think earlier on, I'm a wildly insecure person. What, what was that? You, James? No. no oh, I, I, I missed the last part. Wait, is David think, there? Yeah, I'm here. You there, Dave? Wait. What, oh, yeah. I couldn't. I'm in this weird thing. We're talking. If you're just tuning in, this is Dave Hill talking with David Hill in Brooklyn, and he's sharing uh, stories of of the nightmare of having the same name as that I have. <laughs> it's not so bad really. I just I think in the I think early on maybe I had a harder time with it. But, you know, I've grown over the years to, you know, it's something I live with. You know, you 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 are something that I live with. You've become a part of my life. And so I've just kind of um you know, I've learned to accept it and embrace it and uh you know, it's fun. It's funny now. It doesn't Have you ever thought of like just finding to. me and killing me? <laughs> There's no wrong answer. <laughs> no, it, it's it. I don't ever feel like I need to find you and kill you. You know, I think that like you're very talented and funny, and oh, um, in a way that I never could be. And you know, we just sort of we function on different planes. I'm glad that you're out there, though. I'm glad. You they know, were I probably have a Dave good Hills. solid four or five hundred Twitter followers that think that I'm you. So I, you know, I owe you one for that. It, it was all working out. See, there's, there's a, I think, two Dave Hills in Los Angeles, and I want them both dead. One of them writes for Game of Thrones. That's another Dave Hill. Yeah, there's well, a Dave Hill writes for Game of Thrones. Do, do you ever, do you ever get contact? This is interesting. Do you ever get contacted uh, by people thinking that you're the guy who writes for Game of Thrones? I have people, I've had people ask me if it was me. 
but I've never gotten because, like a stranger, an email from a stranger. I get, um, people get in touch with me often about this and ask me all sorts of questions, um, about, you know, things happening on the show. And, um, this one guy, I just started telling him like, look, and, uh, I don't know how much longer I can do it. The snacks in the writer's room are horrible. Um, and he was really, uh, he's like, really? He's like, it's such a great show. I'm like, yeah, it is. But like, you know, all I ask is for fresh fruit and they won't, they won't do it. But, um. I'd probably write better stuff that, but you know, it's 1108, so I can't really come up with good examples, but, um, I've invited people to set. Um, <laughs> to the I'm, Game of Thrones set? Well, yeah, because isn't it in like New Zealand or something? I don't know. They shoot a lot of that kind of stuff in New Zealand. That's where they did the Lord James. of the Rings. James, do you know where they do Game of Thrones? Uh, a lot of it is in Ireland, Northern Ireland, I believe. Oh, Ireland. Yeah. Okay. That's a little easier to get to. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be making that off. Offer lightly. There's also a David Hill that like. Um, he's like a producer, and uh, his name is in the credits of like things like the Super Bowl and the Oscars, and people like to take screenshots of his name in the credits and send them to me on social media even though they know it's not me i think people think it's funny look a guy oh, with your name that happened i was at a family reunion once and no it was a birthday party for my aunt who had just turned 90 my great aunt and um and some other relatives said they saw that i must it was it had to have been that guy a producer of some like yeah massive tv show and said, I wondered if it was you. And then this one uncle I have who's not always very nice, he said, oh, don't worry. It definitely wasn't him. <laughs> so I like, you. I like your version better. I'll take that. Instead of being mocked in front of my whole family. Yeah, I understand. Oh. I mean, I feel nice when my friend told me that he knew I didn't write your book because of some prison rape joke. I felt like that made me feel like, yeah, that's nice that he would, that that would be the, the tell for me as I'm too genteel to <laughs> write a joke like that. But Now, in my minor defense, I don't think I made a, a prison rape joke in my book. Though I could be, I've written about performing at prison in in my book, but I don't think I made a joke about. I wouldn't joke about. I mean, I'm insensitive. Don't get me wrong. But I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd be insensitive in that way. I'm curious. I don't want to. Well, as long uh, as they read the book, I can't here. complain. I just. Uh, that's how I remember him telling me that he realized it wasn't me. But you know, I don't want to spread any. Uh, I don't want to libel you here. Especially because if oh, I lie no. you in a way, I stand you know, by my work. Whatever myself. it was, I'm sure I stand by it. Um, but uh, what, where do you stand on Slade? Are you familiar? Yeah, I'm. A, I mean, 
I've never been, it's never come up, I guess maybe because of my, um, because I'm not a musician and because it's, uh, maybe there's a little bit of an age difference, but I've never, you know, you, you're a musician, so that's maybe something you get, you get mixed well, up he's, with. Wait, now, slow down. He's much older than me. Come on. He that is. He's a like lot older 70. than you, but the fact that you're both musicians might, I could yeah, see where someone true. might tweet at you and think that you're him. Oh, no, no. That I've only been, once I was invited to a Slade festival, and I wrote back saying, I'm not that guy, but I'm a huge Slade fan, and I will attend if you would like me to. I did not hear back. <laughs> that didn't work. But um, I have twice been given shir shirts with that guy on them, and I'd be happy to give you one of them if you'd like. Sure. Something, you know, it's a shirt with that Dave Hill, and then it says Dave Hill. You kind of need to get one. I think so. I think, we, it, yeah, it seems like that's something we need. Well, let's, you, you have a show coming up. Yeah, let's at, let's give that a plug. Sure, might as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> this will, you know, you'll, you'll, the, the Dave Hill Hall, effect Hall, will be Thursday in effect. Night, 8 o'clock. Wait, when is it? Thursday night at 8. This Thursday, the 5th. This Thursday, the 5th, at 8 o'clock. At Union Hall. Union Hall. And what is this show? It's called Serious Matters. And um, it is a, it's a comedy show. It's a, sort of a panel show. And I'm going to be talking about... The topic for the show is um, games, and I'm going to be talking about uh, games, and I'm going to talk about, uh, I, I wrote a story once about the Donald Trump board game, and uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about the Donald Trump board game and some other games that I've written about over the years. Excellent. Okay, well, everyone go to that. I'm yeah, not going to be, be in town that night, otherwise I would go. There'll be some other comedians but there, and... Uh, It'll be a fun show. Excellent. Eight o'clock Thursday mm -hmm. in Union Hall. Yeah. Is that am I getting that right? That's right. Go see David A. Hill. Yep. I'm I'm already counting on the fact that we'll get some people there thinking they're gonna see you. This may be my moment to get to see if I had have that reaction that you described before from someone <laughs> that thought they were gonna see you and saw me instead. We'll see. Just don't, you know, don't stab anybody. <laughs> um, well, we're, we're going to take a quick break, but I, I wanted to, uh, I'm glad we could finally connect. Me too, Dave. We'll do it again. Like a, a, a delightful young man, and hopefully I'll, I'll meet you in person one of these days soon. I'm going to have a good anecdote about being mixed up for you. Yep. All right. Well, thanks a lot, David. All right, Dave. We'll Bye. see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. James, are you there? I am here, Dave. Well, do, you have any, do you have any jams lined up? I got a couple here, yeah. Let's, let's take a quick break. Okay. I'm going to go freshen up. All right, I'll do the ID, and then I'll get into the tunes. Oh, yeah, do the ID. All right, you're listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City, and in Rockland County at 91.9, and online at WFMU. Dot org. Oh, 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 oh. 
Yes. And now I'm just starting to kind of show off a little bit. Yeah, you're getting a little too good. Yeah, don't want that. All right, we'll be back in a little bit. All right, we'll be back here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Are we back? We are back. Feels right. Those were some stone-cold jams. Thanks, Dave. Compliments of the new bin here at WFMU. All good choices. T. Hardy Morris with Homemade Bliss. Mateel, am I saying that right? I believe so. With fives and tens. Michael Ralt. Ryu? Ralt. Am I saying that right? It's pronounced Ralt. Ralt. Yes. Oh, I, I, went, I, I was too aggressive. That's okay. With the franchness. Um, with I'll Be There, that was maybe my favorite of that batch. I thought you would like it. That's why I let off with it. it. Had a nice little tasty lick at the beginning there, right? I did like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. I wasn't sure whether that was old or new, and it and it's new. It's new, yeah. Good stuff. I'm gonna dive into that one for sure. Yeah, that sounds good. And then I forgot to say that earlier you played old stuff, Lou Reed, There Is No Time. Rod Stewart, Street Fighting Man, and John Lennon, Power to the People. Yeah, for the holiday and all. Yes, beautiful. Yeah, some, we're just um, a mere 24 hour, 24 and a half hours away. Right now, somewhere in America, a man sits having no idea that he has just a little over 24 hours left with all 10 fingers. I know. Who's it going to be this year? Who's it I don't know. Be? I, th- I mean, there'll be more than one. Probably some guy will just lose a whole hand. I mean, I'm not. I, I hope not. No, we don't. We don't want that. But the stats don't lie. At least no one that we like. I, I you know, not many people I'd wish that on. You doing anything? You, know, spe- you doing anything specific, special for the holiday, or are you just hanging out? I think I'm gonna uh, max and chill a bit, see some friends, get a little loose, make the rounds, make the rounds a little bit. Nice, that sort of thing. How about you? Just gonna have a couple people over at the homestead there and fire up the grill. Got some, oh, nice. got some ribs at Costco the other day. Pretty excited about that. So that's about it. Costco, that's the place that sells poutine in Canada. Yeah, yeah. I was happy to hear that it's got a good reputation north of the border as well. Yeah. For all your meat and ketchup needs. Together at last. Man, oh man. Um, I even... Well, we don't have the eye on Canada music queued up. I, d- I did have a Canadian story I meant to get to last week. But uh, let's just ride it out. I can find something. The number right here is 201-209-9368. I will pay $1 million for the fir- to the first woman who calls tonight. Do we have any calls on hold, James? Got one coming in right now. Caller, you're on the air. Hi. Oh, you're broke now, Dave. Oh, my gosh. Am I actually on the air? You are on the air, yes. Oh, okay. I was on hold for a long time, and and then I uh, just gave up. 
Sorry about that. Is, it, is this Carrie from Brooklyn? It is. Don't give up, ever. <laughs> I really didn't want to give up, but my little boys were calling, and then I talked to them. They called back. They're like, Mom, do you have to go to call the goddamn Daybell show? It's their favorite thing to say because, you know, they're not oh, allowed to say that. Oh, can't get in trouble. Or can oh. they? So I, so I missed a few minutes. Were you guys talking about the 4th of July? Wait, you haven't been listening all night? No, I have. Well, I missed the first half hour. Then I've been listening. Then I missed the last 10 minutes. I'm enraged. It's fine. Yeah, we were talking well, about the 4th of July. Well, I mean, you July. and Dave Hill just were going on and on. Dave and David. What'd you say? Dave and David. I'm sorry. What did you say? Dave and David, you guys had a lot to talk about. Like, you had to, like, figure out your whole, you know, your whole lives, you know? Yeah, we we did. I feel like we uh, really covered... He, he's far more well-adjusted than I am, I have to say. Yeah, definitely. I can... He's, you know, he seems to be a, a, a mentally sound person. I mean, he's... he's which I respect. He's writing from 2 to 6 a.m. every day. You know, no, that was Kevin home. Martini. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't uh, delve further, at, but I just I decided to just take him at his word that he was writing. Kevin Martini was writing from two to six every day. That's impressive. That's really impressive. Yeah, I mixed them up. Um, I guess you could go but back enough to bed about after that for like two hours. Pardon? I guess you could go back to bed for a couple hours after that. Oh, I love that feeling. It's like studying for an all-nighter in college. <laughs> you know? Taking notes. Yeah. Love it. What's it like? But, uh, what's it like in Cleveland with all the like upheaval, like the FBI and and you know LeBron? Everyone okay? Oh, you're right. I haven't even touched on that. The LeBron news. I think people are handling the LeBron James going to Los Angeles news a bit better since he did bring a championship here, and you know he got the Cavs to the championship. I'm sorry to speak so knowledgeably about sports, um, but uh, I think people are handling, as best I can tell, a little better. Yeah. I then they then they did the first time. Um, but uh, it's sad because I, I do think um, uh, Cleveland will be canceled as a municipality in his absence. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Because it's, uh, you know, I love it here. Don't get me wrong. It's the Paris of Northeastern Ohio. Anyone will tell you that. But <laughs> you take away LeBron James, there's not that much going on. Yeah. There's plenty well, going on. I shouldn't say that. There's plenty going on. But, you know, they they made him good, too. So, you know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for everyone. I think he'll do all right. I mean, what do I He's know? He's a really good actor, actually. Oh, wasn't he in the Amy Schumer movie? Yeah, he was awesome. 
I didn't. I haven't seen that movie yet. I intend to. It's really good. You can watch um, it on the plane. I just figured I, you know, I'll catch it. I, it's hard to keep up with things, but um. I mean, it's worth it just to watch him. I'm sure he's good. Wait, no. So the other thing, yeah, some some guy was gonna uh, blow up a church or something in Cleveland on the Fourth of July. Oh my God. Am I getting it straight? Well, I just yeah, I just heard it was some terrorist thing, but like no other. De- I didn't know any other details yet. Yeah, I caught a bit of it on the news. This guy was like going to kill a bunch of people. You know, the usual terrorist Dude. stuff. He's going to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. But. Well, I'm glad they stopped that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Me too. Is that too. where you'll be for the fourth? I'm sorry. Is that where you'll be for the fourth of July? In Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll be in the Cleveland area. I don't want to get too specific in case <laughs> anyone is trying to murder me. But yes. <laughs> is it? Do they have good fireworks? Some say the best. <laughs> Um, Some say the I'd best. I'd to do um, the greased watermelons um, in, like, the high dives on the fourth. Wait, there's a, gr- a greased fondant. watermelon, you say? Like my, I was trying Wait. to think of my fondest Fourth of July memories, and it's always the greased watermelon contest. Wait, James, are you familiar with this contest? I, I have not heard of it, but I, I can kind of visualize it just by the description, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's so, it's so, uh, what, what do you grease it with, though? I guess I want to be clear on that. Total Crisco. And then what? And then you just drop it in the high dive. Like the high dive tank, rather. What, do you uh, drop a greased, uh... Yeah. Wait, why would you do that? Because then you try to get it, so every, and then the, the point of the game is, you try and get the grease watermelon and then lift it out and set it on the side. And whoever lifts it out and sets it on the side um, wins a prize. Like is, a it, is it difficult? Oh, my God. It's so hard because it's greased, one, and it's, like, wet, you know. And then, and then it, the, the watermelon does a weird thing in the, in the diving tank. It but couldn't, super you, low, couldn't you just kind of it'll pop up, but you don't know where it's going to pop up. So everyone's, like, looking all around. And I always knew that the grease watermelon would never pop up near the group. And all the group was, like, slimy and, like, grabbing and touching each other. And so I would just go away from the group. And it'd, like, go down, you know, because they'd all be fighting over it. And then it'd, like, pop up <laughs> in the middle of the pool or, like, somewhere else. And I would won many times with that strategy. Just get it and lift it up. So you're good at this game is what you're trying to say. I'm really good with Crisco. I'm just going to let that float on down the river. <laughs> what is Crisco? I think it's lard or something, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? James, is do you have, can you weigh in on this? I was going to say lard. Pretty much yeah. just lard. What lard is, I don't know for sure, but yeah. It's like some fat, right? Lard is just like animal fat, right? <laughs> 
Gotta be processed in some kind of way, I guess. But it's definitely from animals, right? I hope so. It's not vegetarian, I would guess. So I'm watching a video of a greased watermelon game going on and, uh, <laughs> really? in a pool. It's full of YouTube. Yeah, in the pool. And uh, it's these people are not playing. These guys are tackling each other now. I know. Grabs are happening, and oh, that that guy just got hit in the head with a watermelon. <laughs> this is God bless you for being a, a champ at this. Yeah, uh, you, you know. I don't know that I could get in there. Well, I just like I I figured out that like it, just to be strategic about it and not be near that group of grabby people. Yeah, this seems you start, like you start out there, but then like you just like people try to drown you, you know. Yeah, this just seemed like a game somebody came up with because they just wanted to get all over somebody in a pool. Exactly, and everyone's a little greasy, totally. Probably a little drunk. Like in a perverted way, you're saying? Yeah. I think so. I'm going total pervert on this one for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Total, like, all your swim coaches are like, come on in. Is this a... Yeah, I have a fun game. (laughs) See you in court. Where did this game... Originate from I've you know I've never heard of anything like this. Is this more like a Midwestern thing or? I mean I'm from I'm from Colorado so okay. we did it there but I mean I think it's like wherever there's like sub- suburbia and swimming pools and like you know horny people. <laughs> we just get drunk and work out in Jersey and we don't need to get really vegetables and fruit involved. Yeah, it but really you probably have some really good watermelons out there. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Disturbing video. I'll get that little kid out of there. All right, let me get off of this. I'm getting distracted. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, that's just my, you know, that's just what I think about when I think about the 4th of July. Watermelon. Grease watermelon. Do you have any hot plants? One time I got a blue egg, like, like a, we were doing the eggs toss, and right after that, I found a blue robin's egg, and it was like, perfect and it had fallen out of the nest so I put it in my mouth to try to keep it warm so it could hatch and then I just had it there the whole you know like it well for like an hour I'm gonna stop you right there <laughs> it, it, a, a robin's it, you know, egg fell out of a nest and your thinking was to put it in your mouth to finish the incubation process well doesn't that make sense like Six-year-old. Oh, you were six. Yeah, this was like. I thought this was recently. (laughs) No, yeah. Didn't you think it was recently, James? I'm sorry, Dave. I was chatting with Jesse Jar now for a second. What was what was the question? (laughs) Jesse had a question. Uh, a, A robin's egg fell from a nest. And she put it in her mouth in hopes of uh, completing the incubation process. That, mm, that's that's generous. That's kind, but I don't know if that's effective. But you were. <laughs> she was not. I thought this was at her current age. Oh, okay. She well, says that's not the case. Oh, as a little kid, then yeah, that's a totally logical. Yeah, come on. I don't know that I would do that though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess I was like, you know, automatically going back to that um, grease watermelon age. I mean, that was probably, I was probably more like 12 for that. 
Wait, you were 12? Well, I was definitely 12 for the Grease Watermelon, but for the the Robin's Egg, I was like somewhere between 6 and 12. I mean, that's a really, it was like a late bloomer. What happened with the Robin's Egg? Well, then I had to do like an egg toss, and we were playing it, and I... <laughs> Just imagine the worst thing that could happen. I bit it. And oh my gosh! So wait, yeah. so, so the egg you were trying to take mouth. care of this egg. Terrible. And then I was like, and then you, then I was like, you kept it in your mouth, like, and then had an like egg the toss. Of my innocence, right there. This is deeply disturbing. <laughs> I can't believe it's it's all coming up to the surface for me right now. Yeah. I was just talking about this with my friend, like what traumatic event like informs the rest of your life. That could have been it for me. Yeah, that seems like it would do it. Highly avoidable, but you know, still. (laughs) Yeah. Man, oh man. Des, how do you have your nickname? It's the Pardon? last. It, it's the last couple letters of my last name is Fernandez, so I just shorten it up to Des. Oh. When you bit there the you egg, go. was there a bird in it, or was it an egg that wasn't going to be anything? It was totally egg that was never going to be anything. I mean, I realize now, but of course, then I was just like Horrified. sobbing and like you know, thought that I killed it, and that, you know, Oof, that's rough. It had a chance and all that. It had no chance. None. Poor guy. Man, oh man. Well, yeah. what else is what? What are your oh, plans for this Fourth of July? Us, like <laughs> you were talking about the Game of Thrones. Um, like I used to, I, I had this Madonna jacket that I found at a bar. I stared at it all night, and finally, when it was like left there, I was like, yes. And I got this Madonna jacket, and it was exactly like all of her tour. Um, her tour members, and um, I had this ex-boyfriend who was from Ohio, and he said, it's not tour, it's tour. But I say tour. I would say tour also. What's that? He says tour, like you're going on tour. Yeah, I say tour. I say tour. How about you, James? I'd go on tour. Tour. Tour monster. Tour. Not tour, but a tour. No. See, those are two different sounds. It's a tour. Yeah, it's totally a tour. Wait, now I'm saying it wrong. It's like a twofer without the fur. Tour. Tour. Yeah, that's what I think. But then I heard that everyone in Ohio says tour. Tour, yeah. Well, anyway, for the... Did you ask me what I'm doing on the 4th? Oh, I didn't finish That's my right. story. That's right. But wait, let me finish my story. So I had this jacket. I always um, I always wore this jacket, and people in New York would constantly be like, oh, my God, where um, where did you get that? And I'm like, I'm one of the dancers with blonde ambition. Can you just please give me some privacy? I just want to go out for one night and not be noticed, you know? Wait, so was this an actual tour jacket? It was, yeah. 
but it so one of the dancers left it behind I don't know it looked like an actual tour jacket but I think like maybe it was more like crew or I don't know but it was at a, I found it at a, at a gay bar in Denver I don't know it's that like, makes sense I mean it could have been it, it could have been one of the dancer jackets but I never saw one for sale like it it was like it was more unusual it was kind of like um, it just looked more like a crew jacket or like cast, you know, like dancer jacket. So I sure. kind of got away with it because like serious Madonna fans would freak out when they saw me. And I was like, you guys, please. I just need one night to not dance and not be reminded. Just to, you know, just have a drink <laughs> and be a nobody. But then did they say, well, then why are you wearing a, a Madonna crew jacket? <laughs> nope, they never did. <laughs> I mean... That strikes me as the obvious question. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> but I would have said if they did, I would have been like, because <laughs> I don't know and what I would have said. I guess I would have said because <laughs> um, because 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 I'm yeah because I'm coming because I'm just coming off the the bus or you know something like that. I'm coming All straight right, from rehearsal. Coming straight from rehearsal. I didn't have time to change. And then just like throw your leg up on the bar and do like a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> that I like. But I don't know what That's I'm pretty- I don't know what I'm doing for uh, the fourth of July. I'll be in New York watching um, maybe with uh, David Schweitzer, Mike Albo. All right. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, New York, you know. It's, it, it, we used to really go on the roof there, but now all the tall buildings, you can't see the fireworks anymore. That's kind of sad. God damn it. I know. Oh, well. Well... Carrie, we gotta. We're we're on the home stretch here. Got you. You gotta wrap we have it up. A few more calls on hold, but have a an incredible Fourth of July. Hopefully. Oh yeah, there's an one thing that you guys should do if you don't already. Do What's it. that? Really quick, let me tell you. Every time there's a firework, you like you say with your group of friends beforehand. You say, okay, this one's for this one's for Joe. This one's for Ingrid. Whatever you say, what each firework is for before it goes off, and then when it goes off, you see if it matches their personality. You really like feel though the energy of the air and stuff. You feel like which one it's going to be for what person, and then you say it, and it's almost always right. All right, I'm going to do it. Okay, guys, have a great night. All right, thanks, Carrie. Keep up the good work. (laughs) Bye. Bye bye. Bye. You there, James? I am, Dave. I got a question. How far, are sure. you, how far are you from Mason, Ohio? Mason, Ohio? Is, isn't that where... Uh, wait, don't tell me. Um, Yorma Kokonen lives? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've got a... Mason. I've got an ink blotter. Not ink blotter. What's the... the Why crime, do you ask? I've got a crime blotter submission for you. If you want to sit on it for next time or... You can rip it out right oh, now. Oh, let's do it. 
suburban mother who reportedly embarked on a two-day crime spree in Ohio says she has everything that any woman would ever want except excitement. Uh, Melissa Bergman was a stay-at-home mom living in a $475,000 house in Mason when she committed a series of, of thefts in July, in July of 2017 that will require her to serve jail time. She was stealing packages off of people's front porch. She was stealing the mail. Oh, that's a crime, yeah. You yeah. can't do that. No. She was an Army veteran who days after her release, she found a delivery mistakenly mailed to her home. She returned the package to the rightful recipient, but noticed there were several other deliveries seemingly disregarded on the doorstep. I'm like, oh, he doesn't want these, so I took one and put it in my car. She felt a certain thrill opening the stolen packages, according to WLT, WLWT. She just, I could see that. Just the excitement of looking to see what was in the box and knowing, since he didn't want this item, this item can be donated to someone that actually really needs it. That was the thought that went through her head. She, she sounds up, bonkers. She ended up hitting over a dozen homes. Do, a dozen and she's going to jail? Twelve misdemeanor theft charges and ordered to serve 30 days. Oh, I'd say that's totally worth it. That sounds, yeah. 30, and she was in the military. She can do a month. Oh, yeah. And now she's going to have even more stories. This is when we need to talk to Scott, formerly of Otisville, and get his take on it. I didn't have any crime blotter music, unfortunately. It's all right. It we can't. Up. We can't always get it. But it looks like Mason, Ohio, is is uh, just it's uh, it's way in the southwestern corner. Oh, clear opposite side of the state. Yeah, Good. could not be more different from Cleveland. Good thing. Good thing. You got this. Want to take um, this one last call? Sure. Let's drive this nope. bitch home. Call, are you there? Hi. Is this Scott, formerly of Otisville? Am I on air? Oh, yes. Yes. No, this is not Scott. Yes. Who's calling and from where? Uh, I think the last time I called was a little over a year ago. It's Lucas from Paraguay. Oh, yes, of course. Where have you been? In Paraguay. <laughs> I, well, we haven't heard from you. Yeah, yeah, no, like, that's what I'm saying. I, I think the last time I called was, like, a little over a year ago. Oh, well, we're glad you're back. You're, you're an MVP caller. <laughs> no, but I've, I've been listening. I've been tuning in uh, every once in a while. Every once in a while? So every week, you say? Uh, not every week, but, you know, like, uh, you know, like, if I'm... If, if I come uh, from uh, from work on a Monday and uh, I have nothing else to do, I put on WFMU.org, or, right, .org? Yeah. That's, that's and, correct. And listen from there. Wonderful. How, how have you been the last year? How are things uh, in Paraguay? Yeah, uh, fine, fine. I'm pretty jaded right now. What do you mean? I mean, I know what the word means, but what do you mean when you say that? Like uh, I don't know. Like I lost my job, and uh, and now like I'm looking for another job. So like uh, how you say like you're in between jobs. So you're running from one place to to the other. Oh yeah. I think I've been in between jobs most of my life. Not to brag. What was your What was your job before? Uh, I worked at I worked at a lab. 
Oh, I think you told us that. What sort of lab was it? Um, it was a research lab, and um, we studied uh, the like uh, tropical diseases, for example, yellow fever, dengue. I was going to say yellow fever. Yeah. Wow. And um, and so you're going to try to get a job in another lab? Uh, sure. Maybe. Maybe a teacher, a teaching position. I was uh, actually planning on going to Canada later this year. I'll see if that works out. To live or visit? No, to live. Oh, wow. Yeah. Canada rules. Where do you want to go in Canada? Montreal. Montreal? Yeah, Montreal. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. I've, that's I've never been. Excellent like choice. I've heard it's like wonderful. Oh, it's yeah, it's beautiful. Quebec City's great. Just down the road. What do you now? Often you read a uh, a poem of, or a bit of uh, prose to us. Yeah. Do you do want me to do that? Like uh, the the like the closing scene. Yeah. Do you have anything locked and loaded for us? Sure. This would be good. All right. What do you, What do you goes. have? Okay, I'm gonna read it, and then I'm gonna immediately. Uh, uh, hang up the phone, okay? Okay, what <laughs> what is the passage? Uh, it's uh, Mary Oliver. Do you know her? I do not. Do you, James? I do not. Okay, she's, uh, she's a poet. She's an American poet, and she's really good. And here it goes. It's kind of short. Hold on. Okay. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about your despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscape over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. Excellent. I like that he hung up right after. It's sort of like a mic drop. Yeah, just get right out of there. Don't, don't, you know, leave him wondering about what was just spoken and, and disappear into the ether. It's smooth. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lucas from Paraguay. Please call again soon and uh, good luck with your potential move to Canada. We have just a couple more minutes left here. Maybe a perfect time. For Ing Dave, he's probably really stoned by now. I don't know. I think Ing Dave wants to go sober these days. That's he was kind of anti-smoking before. I don't know. I I support whatever direction he goes in. As one should. But I know which one I find more entertaining. He might have passed out already. You're right, though. He may have passed out. Oh well. Well, we'll be back. 
in studio. We have Dave Windorf on the show next week. Oh, sweet. Among other bits of excitement. But I'm excited. Uh, I haven't seen Dave. I don't think I've seen Dave in a few months. So I'm at the art show. That might have been I think it. That was, I think that was the last time I saw him. Yeah, April. That's exactly it. So since he's he's invaded Europe and and Monster Magnet's doing a whole uh, tour of uh, North America in October. Sweet. So a lot of excitement. Mayhem. Should we do the station ID, James? We could do that. We ride this whole. Do we have anyone on hold that wants to do it? Not currently at the moment. No. Good. Let's just let's give it a shot. Knock it out of the way. You want to do it? I can't read. All right. You're listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 and online at WFMU.org. Man, that was strong. You're getting it. almost too good. I got it down now for sure. It's oh. really, uh, Jesse's up next. What happened? We had a call. We had a call, and then they bailed right out. Oh, man. It happens. You're going to get that now and again. Yeah. What are you going to do? So it goes. Man, oh, man. So it goes. We got Jesse up next. Jesse's up next. He's here waiting in the wings. Watching. Lurking. Studying. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to you, James, aka Des. Of course. And uh, thanks for everyone for calling in from all over the world. I think we're... We'll be back next week with guns blazing. This was an international I... show. We had Canada and, and uh, Paraguay. Yeah. It's like the World Cup of radio. It really is. Have you been watching the World Cup? Big fan, enjoying it a lot. It's exciting. It's something to now, do at work. Now, do you watch soccer year round? Absolutely not. But you just get on board for the. How is the World Cup every four years? Yes, it's like the Olympics. It still feels like it's every year, doesn't it? I think you might. They have the the women's World Cup in between, so like they kind of stagger those two. So there is they a World Cup going. having happening every two years, and then you got the Olympics. It's it's. That's kind of probably perpetual. why I think the World Cup is always happening. Yeah. 24-7. Could be. Well, we have just just seconds to go, I believe. Right? Moments. Ten seconds. All right. Well, James, thank you. You got for, it, Dave. Uh, captaining in the ship. Always a pleasure. See everybody next week. All right. Have a good Here's night, Jess. everyone. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.